moms. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. You have found me at my little corner of the internet at HeidiStJohn.com. I'm going to take just a minute and remind you, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that at iTunes. You can search for The Busy Mom at iTunes and subscribe. We do our podcast three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, Today, I am really excited to have some really dear friends of mine sitting in my closet (laughs) with me. You guys heard, no, a lot of you didn't. I started podcasting uh, about a year and a half ago, and Jay and I were working in this beautiful studio, and we were having to go into town several times a week to do it. And it got to be difficult because we have children at home that we're homeschooling. And so one day, my husband, who is an amazing uh, engineer, he engineers the podcast, said, you know what? I think we could do this at home and we could do it in the closet because the clothes will absorb the extra sound. And maybe if the kids scream, we won't be able to hear it. And so we thought that might be easier. And so we moved our podcast from this beautiful multimillion dollar studio to our closet. And so sitting in my closet today with me um, are my dear friends, Daryl and Dorinda Wilson. They are coming to you from the great state of Washington, just like I do, but they're six hours away from me mm-hmm. in Spokane. So welcome to my closet. Ah, thanks Thank for you. having it's us. so good to be here. <laughs> I asked Daryl before we started, I said, Daryl, look around and what, what does my closet say about me? What did you think? Well, off the top of your head. Eclectic. <laughs> I'm an, I'm a woman of very varied tastes, apparently, uh, from what he sees in my closet. So <laughs> it's a privilege to have you guys here. We are talking about having children. We started this series last week. Doreen and I have been going through um, what I'm calling just honest talk about having children. And the reason uh, that I'm so excited to have uh, Daryl and Dorinda here is because I know they're going to be honest with you. <laughs> One of the things that Daryl is well known for yes. is straight talk. That's and right. So that's what we want from Daryl today <laughs> is a little bit of straight talk. That's right. <laughs> about having children. Uh, we left this on Friday talking about the ups and the downs in particular, the valleys and the the lows and the hard things about um, having children, the, the unexpected outcomes. And we've talked a little bit about, you know, kind of our story, mine, about having children. Uh, For those of you who don't know or are just joining us, I hope that you'll go back and listen to last week's series because I think you'll really enjoy it. But one of the the things I want to preface this with is we both have what would be considered, I think, large families. Mm -hmm. We're not like Duggar large. No. No, that's like super size. Right. We're like sort of large by comparison to the culture at large. Right. And I have seven children. They range in age from four to 23. And Daryl and Dorinda have eight children that range in age from 10, 10 to, to almost 24. To almost 24. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've kind of been, you know, you guys cranked out kids faster than I did. Sure I have did. to say, you know, we, we just kind of went along and sort of a clippity clop, you know, pace. And you guys were like Kentucky Derby clip, in clip, it. Clip, yeah. Two-year plan. Yeah, they were on the, they were on definitely on the two-year plan. So um, I am just excited to talk to them about how they came to this decision. I really want to hear from Daryl today because I think it's um, interesting and a wonderful even to be able to hear a father's perspective. I think moms talk a lot about having babies. Um and uh, your perspective, I think, is really important because I know you have talked uh, at length, some would say ad nauseum, <laughs> you know, with my husband about your uh, your decision and how the Lord kind of brought you to a place of wanting to have more than just two children. So I'm hoping you can kind of give listeners today an idea of where you started out and how you got to where where you are. Sure, sure. I. You know, I started out the classic OCD bachelor. Yeah. I had my life very scheduled, very controlled, very perfect. Um, so not much has changed. 
Not a thing. <laughs> no, and then, uh, you know, first the big step of marriage, I was uh, 28, and that was a big change. And, of course, I had I had all that planned out, too. You know, mm-hmm. we were going to have two children, the boy first, the girl second. We're going to wait a couple years and, uh, yep. you know, planning. That was, yep. I was all about planning. And, yep. and uh, my wife was just gracious and smiled and okay and... <laughs> She knew that I would listen to the Lord mm-hmm. when he spoke, so she was a little less petrified by my <laughs> control freak behavior. <laughs> but uh, we we married. We had uh, two girls, and um, first we, we started, we, we were pregnant after about nine months of marriage, so our start was a little earlier, so flexing mm-hmm. a little bit there, start looking at the my age and thinking, man, we should probably get busy. <laughs> so the so Lord bless us with a child early on. And then we had two girls, we had a girl and then another girl. And then, so my plan was already ruined. We hadn't had our boy. <laughs> Number three was a boy. Then came in the big question. Yeah. Okay. This is a nice size family. Mm-hmm. I can control mm-hmm. this family, mm-hmm. contain them, mm-hmm. um, provide for them. Provide for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too big of a stretch, mm-hmm. so this is comfortable, mm-hmm. and uh, and you can still fit in the in the normal size car. Get a normal right? car, right. so you didn't have you to know, do anything crazy like get a van. Be right? a normal family, mm-hmm. right? Know? So <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Well, yeah, that is yet to be defined. <laughs> yes. So at that point, um, my wife was praying profusely about <laughs> me and my thoughts, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's time to do something to end these childbearing years mm. on my part. Yes. And uh, I sought, fortunately, it's a big decision. I, I, I prayed. I sought the scriptures out, mm. um, basically looking for a reason to go ahead and do what I wanted to do, which yeah. was take control, yeah. um, which is a big, a big deal in my life and my journey. And I guess to digress a little bit, you, this is about a journey that you have with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's a very personal thing. Yeah. And it it has to be so many things in your own personal life, your your wife, you, your background, culture, things like that, all have to be mm-hmm. factored in. But mm-hmm. my issue was largely fear and control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this case, God uh, was stretching me. And in the scriptures, I found everything that said, wow, you should have children. Mm. Children are a blessing from God. May your quiver be full. The scriptures, they kind of mess with our own thinking sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. And it was not lining up with what I wanted to do in my flesh. And uh, and my wife, again, praying. She would kind of wanted a large family, but she was wonderful in not pushing that on me. Mm. Leaving things wide open, I never felt pressured by her to go one direction or another. And I know that that was difficult for her Mm -hmm. to not uh, intervene, persuade me, push me. Uh, She left it in the Lord's hands and she prayed and God moved and I heard from him. And at that point I decided, you know, I have a God that I can trust. And that was the bottom line was I can trust him. He says children are a blessing Mm. and I can leave this in his hands and not worry about it. So for for us at that point, it was making the decision to say, Lord, I, I relinquish control of this area. Mm-hmm. I'm letting go of my fear and I'm trusting you mm-hmm. that the children you send us will be a blessing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you will provide. Mm-hmm. And not just 
not just financially, but emotionally. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll give us the grace to get through difficult things that might come up. Mm -hmm. You know, because as you think, you know, the more children you have, there's more potential for someone to get hurt. There's mm -hmm. more potential for Absolutely. heartache of all yeah. kinds. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. but God has the grace for everything like that. And it's such a growing experience. So we decided at that point, I, let's leave this in the Lord's hands. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, I will have all the children you want us to have, mm -hmm. which was right for us. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because my wife was equipped for that. Mm -hmm. And that was an area that God was calling me to grow in and relinquish. Hmm. Now, when you when you guys think about the culture and how we are living now, um, what do you think some of the biggest fears that, that parents face when they consider the possibility of even having children at all? Well, I think it's a lot of it is what other people think. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's control. It's provision. It's it's really not much different than what. I think Daryl described struggling with, but, um, and our culture tells us that children are expensive mm. and the bottom line is there's God provides. You know, see, that's and, a big one. I kind of want to camp yeah. on that for a second yeah. because I know for you, Daryl, as the provider of your home, you got to be feeling like I'm, this is my deal. Like I got to mm. be able to provide mm -hmm. for all these kids. And there's more than one way as I guess the, the proverb says, to skin a cat. Right. And there's got to be more than one way to provide for that provision to come in. What are some of the ways that uh, you've seen God provide for you over the years besides just, you know, I got a good job? Right. Well, I was, number one, blessed with a very frugal wife. Mm. She was a garage sailor. She was a Hallelujah. thrift shop person. <laughs> me too. Yeah. And I didn't grow up that way. Yeah. But she led me down that path. Mm -hmm. And it actually, I, I'm inherently cheap. <laughs> nice. Nice, Daryl. <laughs> Which helps. That's good to know. Yeah, good to know. <laughs> I like to so stretch it So glad that I had you on the show today. Yeah. Look at the time. <laughs> yeah. So for, uh, and, and Dorenda was so helpful in that area. So we, you know, we would garage sale, we would, we would thrift shop, we would just pray and lay our needs before the Lord. And, yeah. and that has been incredible watching God not just meet, but exceed, exceed. what we yeah, need. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I remember one time when the kids were all little, and it wasn't that I couldn't afford to go to the thrift shop and mm -hmm. get the store for them, or go to the store and mm -hmm. get those things for them. Mm -hmm. I, did, I didn't have the time or the yeah, energy. Right. <laughs> so finally I just said, Lord, I just, our kids need, you know, A, B, C, and D, you know, yeah. in these sizes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, it was amazing. Uh, I came home from the grocery store at one point, and there were bags of clothes sitting on my mm, porch, mm -hmm. all with exactly what we mm -hmm, needed. Mm -hmm. I have, still have, to this day, have no idea who dropped them off. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? But, you know, I was specific in my request to God, and he was specific in his answers. And you've been able to see, because of your willingness to trust the Lord in this area, that if he's called you to that, absolutely. he absolutely will provide. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, he's absolutely. never he's never going to leave us unable to provide for the children that he's given us. I think that's one of the, I don't know, the arguments that the culture would, would, um, and I, I'm not even really talking about large families. I'm just right. talking about families in general. Yeah. You know, the, the culture at large is saying, you know what, one child, two kids tops because, mm -hmm. you know, it's a drain on the environment and you're leaving a right. big, you know, footprint, right. whatever they call that, you carbon know, footprint. a carbon footprint is huge. And there's, you know, all these, uh, but, 
But my reality as a mother of seven has been much different than that. My, I have discovered that as our family has grown, we've actually our footprint is less because we mm-hmm. are frugal and we are so careful. Yep. Mm-hmm. And our children have learned to live on less. And, yes. I, and I, I guess as I travel around the country and I speak to women, I know this is a huge issue um, uh, for modern day women who have been told you need to be working. Right. You need mm-hmm. to be working. There needs to be two incomes in your family. How can you live on a single income? Well, I I would just like to bear witness to the fact that we lived on a single income and not just a single income, but a pastor's mm-hmm. salary at mm-hmm. that. And, it you know, by the world standard, that, that doesn't make sense. But it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Just like what you said, God provides, mm-hmm. you know, many, many times. Right. And the world looks at that and thinks we're depriving our children. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the truth is we're giving them freedom. Yeah. Because there's freedom in not having to have everything mm-hmm. or the best of everything mm-hmm. and being content. Mm-hmm. And we learned so many of those lessons mm-hmm. in being frugal and just being careful. I did a study uh, many years ago, a K. Arthur study on the names of God. Mm. And one of the names that st- uh, stood out to me in that season of just having so many little ones at home was Jehovah Jireh. Mm. The, the Bible says he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider, mm-hmm. and nothing is too hard for him. Nothing is too hard for him. And learning uh, what that means takes time. You know, I think we learn to trust God. We talked about this, uh, Daryl and Dorinda are actually here because we just finished up Fearless, Mm -hmm. uh, my uh, my women's retreat. We're bringing, which we are bringing, we should put a plug in for that. Don't let me forget, uh, to Spokane, Washington in just a few short weeks. But uh, that was really our theme is just that God has, God is going to provide. He's our provider. We don't have to be afraid. The Bible says that God didn't give us a spirit of fear. And I think so often... Um, our reasons for not having a family or not embracing children or, or being afraid to even have more than, say, just the normal two children, right. even if the desire is there, mm-hmm. we're so afraid. It's fear-based, and mm-hmm. the Bible says that's not from God. No, that's not from God. So we want to really encourage you, if you're listening to this today uh, and you're struggling with this and, you, and you're asking yourself the question, does God want me to have more children? Does he want us to have, you know, what does that look like? Get alone with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Get on your knees. Ask the Lord. Ask Him to show you what that looks like. Get in the Word. Um, I want to. I'm going to send you back to Psalm 127, which is my favorite verse. I read it um, uh, at the opening of this series. Psalm 127, three through five says, "Sons are heritage from the Lord." Children are a reward from him, like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their enemies at the the gate. You know, we talked about this earlier and we were laughing because, you know, um, I was trying to memorize the verse. Actually, I want to find a different translation. I love the translation that says children are... uh, are a blessing from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Really, that's kind of my favorite, uh, my favorite translation. But Dorinda was saying, well, sometimes um, we are put to shame. <laughs> like if we take our children to Walmart, you know, like I told my kids, you can never wear your homeschool t-shirts again to Walmart because the last time we did that, you were fighting and someone broke a jar of pickles and they were like, why aren't you guys in school right now? We're homeschooled, you know? <laughs> and I know that the woman was watching me thinking, this, this lady has no idea what she's doing. Here she is in Walmart in the middle of the day and her kids are fighting. And I told my kids, you are never going to be able to wear your homeschool shirts in public again. <laughs> and I thought, it can be tough. Having kids can be tough. Having a big family can be tough. Having kids in general can be tough. So that's kind of where I want to pick this up again uh, on Wednesday. We're going to talk about kind of the, the, the realities, the hard stuff of having kids and really keep it real because it's not easy. Right. And there's nothing that's worth doing in this life that is easy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope that you will join us back here again. And before we leave, I want to just put a plug in 
for fiveinarow.com, which is the sponsor for this series. Um, go check them out. Dorinda actually gave a great plug for Five in a Row yesterday. No, not yesterday. Last week on Friday, we talked about uh, Five in a Row and how she's using it with her youngest son, Silas, who has ADD. And it's been wonderful um, time for her in homeschooling mm-hmm. him. Really different. Yeah. Kind of a, a deviation from the norm for you. Right. But right. you're really enjoying it. Really so check am. out fiveinarow.com. Also, we are bringing Fearless to Spokane. Can you tell Yay. us a little bit about when that's happening and where? That's going to be at Mount Spokane Church in Mead. And it's March 28th from 9 to 7. It's an all-day conference, and I just encourage you moms to come. You will not be disappointed. You'll get your cup filled, and it's just going to be a fantastic time. Mm, Thank you. Well, we're really looking forward to that, just really looking forward to what the Lord does. Our heart in doing Fearless around the country is really to encourage women, mothers in particular, to step out into God's plan for them and not to be afraid. And so we're going to camp on that. You know, 2 Timothy 1.7, God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And we're going to talk about what you, what it what it takes to keep a sound mind. <laughs> we have a full house on Wednesday. We'll see you back here then. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.